Starks. They are going to bring pressure again. Rodgers is going to roll away. Throws it up in the air. Says a prayer. And Chance does it. He's out. Oh, please. What a catch. That's insane. Oh, my. That may be one of the great throws ever made. Moving to his left. Can the receivers get part of downfield? Rodgers in trouble. It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in it? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. A game-ender for the Packers. Giants looking for a stop. They're going to air it out. Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone. Come. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Man, who does that better than Aaron Rodgers? Welcome to the Rodgers Hail Mary podcast. My mission statement is to bring you weekly bull predictions for the Green Bay Packers, the NFL, and maybe some college football once in a while. I am your host, Nathan Spooner, and I would like you to consider this thought. Bold predictions, they're kind of like Hail Marys. Sometimes you just have to throw them out there and pray they come to completion. The only difference is Aaron Rodgers' Hail Marys might be a little more accurate than my predictions. Well guys, I feel coherent enough after having, having knee surgery on my ACL and meniscus there on the left knee, and so happy to try to get this episode out there for you guys. I wasn't going to do it, but I feel good enough that we're going to give it a shot here. Well, I don't want to cover anything from last week. I didn't actually record but a very short episode last week, but uh, so I want to make this just very quick since uh, um, we did uh, want to get this out for you guys. Well, last week in our game predictions, we didn't do too hot. I didn't make any player predictions, but uh, our Overall record came to 29-29-1 uh, and one now for our predictions as we got the Packers game incorrect. We had Lions beating the Bears. We got that one wrong. We had the Cowboys beating the Redskins. We got that one right. We had the Saints beating the Falcons. We got that one right. Eagles beating the Giants. We got that right. And then we had the Panthers beating the Seahawks. We got that one wrong. So we were 3-for-3, three 3-and-3 three, three three last week, bringing our overall record to uh, 29, 29, and 1. So let's go ahead and just take a quick look here at Packers and Cardinals. Packers are in desperate need of a, of a win this week. If you subscribe to the fact that we can uh, win five in a row and make the playoffs and get some help from other teams. More on that later and what you should think or what I think on that. Well, I have Aaron Rodgers against the Cardinals going for 300 yards and two touchdowns. I don't see him throwing more than two touchdowns. I think that uh, 300 yards is just going to be a couple chunk plays maybe from Rodgers. But I don't see him going off for a bunch of touchdowns in this game. I think he still struggles a little bit. Aaron Jones I have going for 80 yards and a touchdown. Um, I just don't see McCarthy allowing Jones to get enough carries to go over 100 yards. I'm just not seeing it. He's... Wasting Aaron Jones prime, if I can say that. 
And then I have Devontae Adams going for 100 yards and two touchdowns. More on Devontae in just a moment. But I have him getting Aaron Rod both of Aaron Rodgers' touchdowns. Then, on the defensive side, I'm just going to quickly say that I think Jair Alexander will get his first pick six of his career. I think he's going to get his second interception of the season in his career and take this one back for a touchdown. Then I have Kenny Clark putting in two sacks. So that's uh, what I see our players doing in a general sense. Now let's just go ahead and go straight into our pick six segment where we're going to pick six games. And first I'm going to go ahead and look at the Rams and the Lions game. Um, I'm picking the Rams to beat the Lions. Then you have the Bears playing the Giants. I'm going to pick the Bears on this one. I think that uh, the Bears are going to continue to roll here against inferior teams. Then I have the Patriots beating the Vikings. Patriots are favorite in this game. I do know that. Um, and really the Vikings didn't really impress me at all what they did against us last week. So I think that uh, we just played worse than the Vikings did is all. Then I have uh, the Saints and Cowboys game. I have the Saints beating the Cowboys, which already happened last night. Actually, as of this recording, I'm recording this Friday morning. So I had picked the Saints, got that one wrong. Cowboys were impressive. So I already got one wrong for this week. Then the Eagles and Redskins game. I'm going to take the Eagles to beat the Redskins. Now, if I had gotten the Saints and Cowboys game right, that would have created a very interesting scenario in the NFC East, and that would have been a three-way tie between the Cowboys, Eagles, and Redskins in the NFC East. But that didn't happen. Cowboys have sole possession, and uh, the Eagles desperately needed to win to stay just a game behind the Cowboys. Redskins, if they win, they would be tied with the Cowboys. So that's your NFC East picture. Now for the sixth game, Packers and Cardinals. I'm taking the Packers. To beat the Cardinals, 28-13. to 13. Now, let's give you some reasoning behind this. Because I did post these on as a Twitter post. Not thinking that I would not be able to get an episode done today. This week. Recorded for you guys. But, I think the Packers do win this. I think 28 points. That's the two touchdowns from Rodgers. One touchdown from Jones. And a pick six from Jair Alexander. I think our offense struggles to get back into any scoring positions. To even give Mason Crosby a shot at a field goal. I think our defense, though, will play well enough. Um, the Cardinals will score one touchdown and then get two field goals. And uh, so that gives us our score of 28-13. to 13. Now, let's talk about going 5-0 and or tanking real quick before we end today's episode. I personally can again, I've kind of talked about this before, I personally cannot root for my team to lose. It's just not in me. I'm a competitive person. I want to win as much as possible, especially when we go to play the Bears. I definitely want to beat the Bears. But if you're the person that um, wants the Packers to tank, I'm not going to be mad at you either. I, I don't think it's not what I would do. It's um, not what I think most diehard fans would do, but I, they are, I believe you can be a diehard fan and hope for them to tank because you're looking at the future. But I think there's a lot to be said. I've heard uh, Peter Bukowski talk about this and maybe somebody else over on the Pack of Day podcast talk about this. That um, And maybe even the APC podcast. But uh, winning 
is contagious and it's important for our young guys like Alexander and Jackson, Josh Jones, um, and all these other younger guys, MVS and St. St. Brown, to, and even um, Aaron Jones. It's important for these set guys to know what winning feels like and how to close out a game. And so these games are important, and I definitely agree with that. And that's that's why I don't think we should tank because it's important for these guys to know how to win, and it'll be invaluable in the upcoming years. But if you're not sure if you even want to watch our Packers because you think that they should tank or whatever, here's why you should watch the Packers, and that's to watch our individual players. You can watch what individual guys, the young guys are doing on defense, or you can watch guys break records like Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is so close right now to a couple season-long Packer records. Let me just get those up real quick just so that we have them right here. Here it is. So the receptions record is currently held by, um, for the season, Sterling Sharp. And uh, the record is 112 receptions. And Devontae Adams currently has 77. So um, somebody else I saw did the math for this. Um, I believe it was one of the Packers.com writers that did this for us actually too. And uh, he said he has it down that that's a 77 receptions <clears throat> is the excuse me the exact pace for 112 receptions. So he's got that within reach to break Sterling Sharp's reception record for a season. And then um, I think he's going to surpass this record, and that's the receiving yards record held currently by Jordy Jordy Nelson. The Packers' record is 1,519 yards that Jordy holds, and currently. Devontae Adams has 1,022. So really, he needs 400 yards in five games. I think he can do it. I really do. Especially against uh, some of the defenses that we're going to be going up against. And I think he can even put up 100 yards against the Bears. I'm not afraid of the Bears' defense when it comes to defending Devontae Adams. And then even the touchdowns record, which is held for the season by Sterling Sharp at 18. So yes, this one's going to be a little bit more difficult to attain as Devontae Adams is currently at 10. So even if he just gets one a game, that only gets him to 15. But there's a possibility where he could he scored two touchdowns in multiple games this year. I didn't look up how, what that actually is. Why don't I go ahead and do that for you guys real quick. Just bear with me. Okay, take a look in here. He has actually just two games with Two touchdowns, that was against 49ers and against Miami. So two touchdowns is doable, especially if you look at that, that's against inferior teams, um, especially defensively. So him putting up two touchdowns is not out of the realm of possibility. This week against the Cardinals, we still got the Jets, still got the Lions. And so, but he'll probably have Darius Slay on him there. So we'll just see. But uh, that, these are reasons to have fun watching the Packers the rest of the year, even if you want them to tank. Because seeing our guys achieve greatness is also fun to watch. And for especially Devontae Adams to start to solidify himself as at least a top 10, if not top 5 wide receiver of the NFL, um, is very significant. Now lastly, I just want to talk about Packers head coaching jobs. I believe it was on Lockdown Packers with Peter Bukowski. Yes, it was. He was talking about 
um, the head coaching job, and I have to agree 100% with him. I'm sure he's not listening to my podcast, and you guys probably find it weird for me to mention other podcasts on here. Maybe do, maybe don't, but hey, I love listening to other Packers content, and um, I hope you do too. Um, obviously, I listen to as many as I can. I also listen to Blue 58 once in a while. Um, those are really the only ones I really catch. Um, once in a while, Pack to the Future, and of course, the Green Bay Narrative. But um, that's a different category as far as Packers analysis goes. But Packers coaching. I think no matter what happens, Mike McCarthy will be gone this year, no matter if the Packers go 5-0 and or 0-5 or somewhere in between. Mike McCarthy is done as a Packers coach. And I agree that Josh McDaniels should be our top choice to go get for head coach. I don't think we need to worry about what he did to Indianapolis. Um, I've seen lots of conspiracy theories out there, or just not necessarily conspiracy, but theories in general out there about what happened. Hey, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers get along. Maybe Aaron Rodgers called them up and said, hey, tell Josh not to go to Indianapolis. We're going to tank so that we can bring in um, bring in Josh McDaniels next year as our coach. So tell him to stick one more year. Or there's a possibility that this theory, not necessarily a conspiracy, but a theory that um, Josh McDaniels is the head coach in waiting for the Patriots. And that's why he didn't take that job. Whatever it might be, I think that uh, all in all, what I really think happened was Josh McDaniels was made aware that there was going to be better coaching jobs available this next year and the Patriots told them that that hey you can get a better job it may not be with us even it could be but it can be a better situation than Indianapolis and I think he heard that and he wanted to come back another year with Brady and uh, so but I think what Josh McDaniels can bring to our offense is key I think Rodgers will respect that what he has done with Tom Brady because Tom Brady respects Josh, Josh McDaniels so I think that whatever you think about Josh McDaniels, his previous head coaching jobs, whatever, this is going to be the best situation he's ever been in, period, as far as head coach. He's not going to find a better job than this. If he takes the New England job, pretty soon he won't have Brady, probably sooner than he won't have Rodgers. He'll get more years with Rodgers than he would with Brady. So why would you want to stay in New England when you don't know what your quarterback situation is going to be in just a year or two? So that's my case for Josh McDaniels. And sorry guys for the extra noise. I'm sitting right by our vent for heating. Anyways, well, this was our podcast episode for week 13. Thank you guys for listening in. You guys can touch base with me on the Hail Mary hotline at uh, 920 seven seven zero twenty one seventeen again that's nine two zero seven seven zero twenty one seventeen text us uh leave us a voicemail with anything packers related and we'll be glad to chat with you guys and then make it part of the next episode we haven't heard from anybody on that yet so we'd love to hear from you guys um hit me up on twitter again as always at at 12 hail mary uh for the podcast like us on facebook and then you can also follow the podcast subscribe to the podcast on itunes google play stitcher and SoundCloud. Help spread the word if you like what we're doing here. And as always, until next time, go Pack Go. And there is your dagger!